This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. At the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, we highlight people who make the world a better place by being part of it and by their contributions to it. And today, I'm very excited to introduce you to somebody who you may or may not have heard of, who's been a friend of mine for a long time, and I'm so excited by the opportunity to catch up with him. His name is Mark Mawinney. He's a lifelong entrepreneur who helps coaches get more clients without paid advertising, and he achieves this with his coaching programs, his podcast, which is a great one, by the way, called Natural Born Coaches, and his Facebook group called The Coaching Jumble. Jungle. Coaching jungle. Yes. But I will tell you that there's nothing jumbleized in it. It's a great source of information. And as podcasters, we have to learn how to take our occasional word salad and turn it into a feast. That's a skill that we teach in Podcast Reach, by the way. Mark also has an exclusive print newsletter called The Secret Coach Club. I believe they release issues every month. Mark has been a speaker at events like Social Media Marketing World. He frequently makes media appearances and contributes for Entrepreneur.com. And we are about to discover so much more about him, but let's meet him. Mark Mawinney, it's so great to chat with you again. Welcome aboard. Thanks for having me, Adam. And full disclosure, I'm fighting off a bit of a bug. Um, <laughs> couple, a couple, I don't know if this is it, but a couple of days ago, I took my son out on a whale watching cruise. We yeah, went I saw. Into, out, yeah, out into the Bay of Fundy here in Atlantic Canada, and it got a little chilly. Uh, despite the time of year out there. And then I started to have a little bit of a sore throat, congestion, coughing, and stuff like that. Now, it's getting better today. I'm on day two of night, uh, Dayquil, uh, just pounding back the cough medicine. But if I have a hacking attack, that's what's going on here. I'm still a little stuffed up. So um, there, just wanted to let you know. We be <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one of the beauties of podcasting is that it's meta, and we get to see what is really going on. One of the reasons I recommend that you do as little editing as possible when you create a process up front that enables you to create a raw product that you can be proud of from the very beginning that other than adding bumpers and if there's a tech issue, you really don't even want to lose anything. Now, we have a few questions we typically go through on this show, and there's one thing that you and I chatted about that I'd love to compare notes with you on. I think you know what it is, but we'll let our listeners sit in suspense for a few minutes. Let's uh, work our way down the line here uh, real quickly. 
How does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the world at large, in your own words? Um, so the whole approach I take with my business, um, and, and by the way, I'll back up a bit. My whole thing is I help coaches get more clients without paid yeah. ads. So I like to say my goal is to be the Sam Phillips of the coaching world. Now, anyone uh-huh. who doesn't know, Sam Phillips is, uh, well, some people dispute this, but he's a guy that basically uh, found Elvis Presley or at least got him started. Uh, he owned a uh, record studio, Sun Records in Memphis, and uh, that's where Elvis cut his first record and yeah. he got going with Sam Phillips. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to do with coaches. There's a lot of coaches who um, would be very good. They could help a lot of people. They just don't know how to get those clients and to help those people. Um, the way that uh, I see that impacting more people than if I'm only working with a handful of clients, if I'm working with, um, you know, a, a number of coaches and it's multiplied exponentially how many people they're helping and it's a whole ripple effect there too, which is really exciting, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not every coach I'm working with ends up becoming Tony Robbins, but if they're even impacting a hundred people, they're impacting a thousand, they're impacting 10,000, then you can see the ripples go out quite a ways. So that's exciting for me. Yeah, we already largely covered what it is that you do. So uh, we covered the Facebook group, the podcast. Uh, we covered the newsletter. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know about in terms of any solutions you offer? No, that covered the big thing, the three pillars for my business, basically. And I'm not saying people have to do these, but they work yep. really well for me and a lot of other coaches. Uh, podcasting, so that's my show, but also doing things like this going on the other side of the mic. So there's podcasting, uh, there's the community, which is a Facebook group. Uh, the Coaching Jungle's got almost 24,000 people in yep. there now. And then there's daily emails uh, to my list, which I know yeah. a lot of people think that sounds crazy. I've been doing daily emails since April 2016. I swear by them. Uh, so if I'm doing those three things and my business is in good shape, and uh, yeah, that, that's my business in a nutshell. Yep. I've got one. I've got two. I'm working on number three. Uh, the, email or- the email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm an advocate for email more. Uh, This is a big debate. Uh, Well, what happens if a few people think it's too much? Well, all that means is that they're not in a place right now to receive what it is you're offering. For the folks who are actually your prospects, I found they are less likely to say anything at all. They're quietly reading everything that you're sending. And the only way you could possibly offend them is to not send them enough. And the only way to not send them enough is, well, it's hard to even know if that's possible because they're soaping up their every word. Uh, The person who will take an hour and a half of their day to make sure that you understand that they are unsubscribing because you sent too many emails and damn it, you need to learn how to communicate with your audience. Well, if they have an hour and a half of their day to do something you'd be accomplished with a mouse click. That speaks to where they are in terms of being ready to receive what you have to offer, is my view. Yeah, and I get uh, relatively little pushback, believe it or not. That's the Um, thing. You get so little. It's just those couple that have to scream through a megaphone and make it seem like a bigger issue than it is. I saw, well, I saw someone post this today regarding Facebook groups, but to be the same for emails, uh, forget what she said. She said, honey, this isn't an airport. You don't have to announce your departure. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, Yeah, it gets easier. You get a thick skin after a while. I've been doing this for eight and a half years now, so I got got a raw hide skin. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So in your experience, what are a few of the frequently asked questions you get from folks? Well, uh, I mean, there's a lot. Uh, first off, um, you know, uh, how the heck do you get coaching clients? Because I'm dealing with coaches, of, co- of course. There's a lot of frustration in the coaching world. Uh, people have been burned 
you know, by gurus and a lot of false promises. Yeah. Uh, the other one, which ties into what I mentioned before with my elevator pitch is do you have to spend money on ads to get clients? Uh, then another uh, common one is coaching a scam. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, a lot of people think that, you know, that, and unfortunately there's some bad apples in the industry, which is, would lead to that. Uh, but there is a lot of, especially now versus when I started in 2014, a lot of skepticism uh, amongst people out there because of bad coaches. And that's just something we have to work through. Yeah. And that, and that's very sad. Uh, and I've run into that on the end of, I mean, I'm not a coach per se, but my offerings do involve coaching elements. Mm. And I do have a jumpstart coaching program. It's a very specific type of program. It's geared towards solving one specific problem in your business or creating one specific thing in your business within 30 days. And, uh, you know, what I find, and this is something the frustration I hear a lot from folks, is it seems like they hire coaches that end up doing very little for them. But then when it comes to that coach who they will praise as being so generous, so knowledgeable, fire hosing you, somebody who's going to, who, who has it for you from step, from point A to point Z, God forbid that coach actually asks for money because now they're just another salesperson. Yeah, the, the coaching world's weird because um, coaches hate to they they will not admit that they like money. I guess I'm yeah. stand out or I'm a little different because I'm very uh, open with my love for money. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I love what money can do, and uh, you know, I want to mm -hmm. make a profit or I can't stay in business. So I'm a proud capitalist, but a lot of coaches are like, "Oh no, no, no! Put your wallets away! Don't worry!" And and you know, it's funny because it's usually the ones. Put your wallet that, out. Yeah, it, it's you. I, I, I said this to a client last week, one of my uh, consulting clients, and she uh, wants to add another layer to the relationship. And she said, well, how much time would you have to do that? And I said, more money from you means more time from me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I used to love back in my real estate days. Uh, this was years ago in my 20s. Uh, the standard commission was usually around 6% in my neck of the woods. And uh, uh, home seller, when we're listening home, would say, what's the commission? Well, it's 6%. Oh, are you flexible on that? And I'd say, sure, I'll take 7%. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would laugh, and then we would sign off and get the ball rolling. So exactly, joke and get around that. Yeah. Yeah. What are a few questions you wish people would ask? Um, well, tied into what we just talked about, about how can I pay you, Mark? There, there you go. <laughs> What's your PayPal or your, how do you invoice? Um, so, I mean, that, you know, full disclosure, that's one of the questions I like. I, I like um, people who uh, ask uh, how, how quickly can we start? You know, yeah. when can we start? That's showing a level of motivation. Um, uh -huh. I like that people who have that sense of urgency and they're not waiting. And, you know, yeah. the other um, question, which I've gotten some from some really good clients, which tends to be a good indicator that they're motivated, is uh, what can I be doing right now? You know, so our first call is next week. Hey, is there anything that I could be doing in the next seven days, at, you know, yeah. to move the ball down the, the field, so to speak, before our call? My new jump starter is that way. He's always asking that question. Mm -hmm. What can I be doing right now, coach? What could I have yeah. ready for our, our next call? I love that. And uh, sometimes sometimes I tell him, just go back and watch a recording. But if I'm thinking of something, I'll say, hey, check out this article. Or uh, ask yourself this question and write down three bullet points about it. Uh, <laughs> not because I'm just giving him busy work, but because if you're motivated, hell yeah, dive in. Let your brain do that work for you. That's actually a, a good little tip to deal with brain pickers of just trying yeah. aside. No, he's uh, no, he's paying me. So, oh, not uh, not your yeah. person, but this yeah. is a tip for listeners or viewers. Um, if someone reaches out to you 
and they're trying to pick your brain. That's a trick that I found out and I use it quite well. If um, you give them a resource or a book that, that you think can help them. So uh, if, if I don't know Joe Smith, you reach out and say, hey, look, Joe, I think uh, here's a great book that I think you should read. Um, pick, read it and get back to me next week. Let me know what the big takeaway from that book was and we'll continue our chat. Um, one of a few things going to happen. First off, they're probably not going to buy the book or get back to you because most people don't want to read a book. Uh, right. It shows that, hey, you don't want to work with them as a coaching client. Um, or if they do actually buy the book and they go through and they're sincere and they get back to you on that, then you know that you have someone motivated and you can invest your time with them. Uh, but yep. that's a great way to weed out the flakes and the tire kickers. Oh, did I accidentally put www.thegroundhogbook.com up here? Did I do that by accident? <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me get rid of that. Okay, so now let's have some fun. Uh, and then after we uh, have the fun questions here, there's one other thing that I want to sort of compare notes with you on sure. uh, that goes back to the conversation you and I had that led to you being here today. I think you already know what it is, but our listeners will get to enjoy it. So first thing, what would people who know you I know a lot of people know you, but what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? Um, quite a few people don't know that I'm an identical twin, actually. Yeah, and uh, I knew you were. Tw- I knew you were a twin. I thought you were fraternal. No, we're identical. He doesn't have yeah. the beard, um, and he has a slightly different hairstyle. Uh, but yeah, Matt. Matt is uh, in the podcast editing world or whatever. Yep. So a lot of times people will go to tag me into something. They accidentally tag him because Matt and Mark are very similar. Yeah. They don't really notice or whatever. And then they said to me like, oh, geez, uh, so, you, you know, do you, have, do you have a brother or whatever? I'm like, yeah, it's a twin, actually. So, yeah, that, that would be it. We're identical twins. He's one minute older than I am. Wow. I See, I learned something every day. Uh, see, I'm someone who knows you. I didn't know that. I knew you and Matt were twins, but I never would have guessed, I never would have guessed identical. Well, Just based on part you described, the differences yeah. in looks, I, you know, and, and it's more like things like facial hair and things like that. I was, that was still enough of a difference for me to guess fraternal. Well, another fun fact, you're in Vegas, are you? Yes. So one cool thing, I've been to Vegas a few times, and uh, once on my trip down there, I got to do a magic trick on stage with David Copperfield at the, at the MGM Grand. Now, um, I'm not going to take credit for it. He did all the hard work. We, uh, he made a goose disappear. I just held the bucket, and there was a goose in it, and then you know he did his magic. Uh, but it was really cool to go up on the stage and help with all that stuff. I was in 06. Yeah, so there's a, a Vegas one for you. Awesome, awesome. What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? He is a very attractive, funny man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, you know, you know, like I, I would hope that people tying in what we talked about before with the whole uh, Sam Phillips for the coaching world is, wow, he really helped me get my, my business going, you know, or I couldn't have done it without him. And uh, yeah, I, I want to be that kind of uh mentor for people or guide them along the way because i've had people guide me and you can't do it alone and uh, i want to help people too because it's it's a it's a lonely business whether it's coaching online entrepreneurship anything you, mm-hmm. you really need help exactly exactly if you go back in time and change one thing you've done one thing you've experienced one thing that's happened what would it be and why oh boys we don't have much time, <laughs> enough time in the podcast. <laughs> you know, I went through, um, I say, a bad business closure in 2009. There's never a good business closure, but I had a real estate business that was operating for almost 10 years. And I had about 100 agents and employees, and it came uh, crashing down in a fiery blaze. 
Um, I would definitely change some things around that time with, you know, with what I did and how I handled it. That being said, I wouldn't be talking to you here today. If that hadn't happened, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have uh, gotten into coaching later on. And here we are down the road. So um, I don't regret, you know, the the change I made to be here or whatever, but I do regret uh, some ways, you know, hindsight's 2020 and you can play Monday morning quarterback. Life is really easy doing it that way when you look in the rearview mirror, but I would definitely change some things there around that business closure. Absolutely. What famous person alive or dead would you like to meet? If you had the opportunity, what question would you have for them? Oh, geez. Um, well, I, going back to uh, Elvis, <laughs> I just finished watching mm-hmm. the, El- the Elvis movie. I don't know if you saw that. It was I hear it's good. Yeah, it's, it's excellent. I would like to meet Elvis. Um, I don't know if there's a specific question. I mean, first thing I'd, I'd ask, are you still alive? No, I'm joking. I'm yeah. alive. Um, yeah, I, I, for me, it'd just be hanging around. Like he's, you know, the, the best entertainer ever, you know, like even yeah. if you watch clips in his final performances, when he's in rough shape, he's bloated, he's out of shape, whatever, you can still see the love of the music. You can still see this incredible performer. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be just to soak in that charisma and, you know, that talent, everything else, not a specific yeah. question uh, with it, but yeah, Elvis would probably be the one. Awesome. What motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Um, A big part of it is my son. Uh, My son just turned 14 and he's been a great motivation in my Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial career because the previously mentioned business closure, when that happened, he was only a little over a year old. Um, If I hadn't had him, I might've just quit and said, Oh, throw in the towel and you know, that's it. And succumb to, you know, depression or anything, you know, and uh, because I had him, I didn't have the luxury of, uh, laying in bed with the curtains closed and, and, you know, uh, whining and complaining, I had to get out there and put food on the table for him. So my son has motivated me, uh, over the years. Definitely. Right. Okay. Great. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, uh, the, uh, we have a couple things we do as we wrap up. One of which is, I know you have an invitation for our audience. I'm going to share that for you. There's a last question we typically ask. But before we get to that, you and I were comparing notes about two weeks ago, and this set off the chain of events that led to you being on the Brilliance Plus Passion Project. You and I have a term we both love, podcast purgatory. Mm. And uh, and uh, I have a report out called how it's about how to avoid podcast purgatory. And you mentioned that's a phrase that you love to use in your own conversations. Mm. Now, you... Uh, uh, I said at the time, I have a feeling that we're going to be almost kindred spirits on this, but I'm curious as to how you define that term. Uh, and, and there's a related term, pod fade or pod fading. Pod well. fading, but, yes. Yeah, pod, pod. <clears throat> so basically, uh, podcast purgatory is when a, the way I define it, a show is, uh, you're not sure if it's alive or dead. <laughs> it's in that uh, middle ground, right? So <clears throat> they haven't stopped doing it, uh, but the release frequency has lengthened between shows or maybe you see a gasp of air where they get a run of a couple shows bang 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 and it's quiet <laughs> for a few months and yeah you just don't know if it's alive or not there's also facebook group uh purgatory as well <laughs> that yeah facebook mm-hmm. groups yeah and and facebook groups can be tough i mean running a facebook group myself um it can be challenging i've noticed it even seems to go in spurts and not my and not my burst either it's just like when people are interested in playing uh, my feeling on pod on Facebook groups and yours is one of the most successful that I've seen 
is you really have to get that critical mass and you have to get the numbers in in order to create the volume of conversation. And that is the hurdle that a lot of groups really need to work on. And it's so difficult because everybody's getting invited to a group almost every day. Uh, You make a new friend on Facebook, a new connection on LinkedIn. You're going to say, hey, want to hop on a Zoom real quick? Want to join my group? Want to download my report? Want to be my client? Yes, it's uh, yeah, and now of course there's a tagging feature, uh, tag add everyone uh, for Facebook. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I found with my group. I know we're getting into something different with groups, but once uh, the coaching jungle got to around a thousand, seemed to be the tipping point uh, yeah. for my group, and then it started to really get rolling. Uh, but I still have to be in there. I'm in there every day, post the moment because if the owner's not in there being active, then why should you as a member be active? Yeah, I've uh, I've learned that the hard way. So I make a point of jumping in there at least once a day. Uh, when I can, I have something to share. And I know that's not really good language. It should be I should be sharing every day and I'm getting there. Uh, it's just a matter of also uh, uh, being responsive, I think. When somebody posts something in there, you want them to feel like that uh, they made a, a smart investment in their time by sharing. Whether it's asking a question, sharing a resource, sharing a thought. And if you break the rules, you get to have some fun with them. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So the way I look at podcast purgatory is if you have to ask somebody, where do I find that podcast? That's a sign that might be in podcast purgatory. If if they did five shows, but you're still waiting for episode number six and it's been a year, that's podcast purgatory. If they're doing episode after episode after episode after episode, but they haven't seen anything that indicates any sort of return on investment whatsoever, I mean, yeah, not all of them monetize on the very first episode, but if after a certain amount of time, it feels like you're doing it just pro forma, that's podcast purgatory. All of these things can be fixed. So I wanted to just have that you know, brief chat with you, and it does seem like uh, some of our thoughts are at least complimentary. Uh, I'm going to share your invitation in just a second, but in general, what is one action you want our listeners to take as soon as they finish listening to us today, other than to take up on the invitation I'm about to share? Yeah. Uh, well, we touched on earlier, um, daily emails. Uh, if not mm-hmm. daily, I know that can be daunting to start with, but oh, if yeah. someone, someone's doing like most people with emails, it's, uh, oh, emailing once a week or every two weeks, sometimes twice a week, and it's inconsistent at least increase that frequency. So maybe you'd start with three times a week and then you can work up to, you know, the daily thing. Uh, but I could tell you, like, I've done it since April, 2016. I haven't missed a day. There's, I forget how many days, mm-hmm. 2,400 or something straight. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that many straight days if it wasn't working with it. So I encourage people to look at their email efforts and at least consider daily emails. I have a suggestion real quick uh, for yeah. folks who find themselves stumped on how to come up with content, speak with more people. It's that simple because now you're getting to conversations that will inspire your creativity. A lot of your emails can be answers to questions you run across as you're speaking with prospects, speaking with customers out there doing things. And take the filter off too. Uh, so what I ran into before I started daily was my emails. I was trying to uh, sanitize them, not offend mm-hmm. anyone, uh, not have anyone unsubscribe like you mentioned previously. Yep. And heaven forbid I lose someone. Uh, once I took the filter off, plus added the daily component, then that really made a big difference. And um, I just let it fly. You have to have some fun with it. Sometimes I'll stick my foot in my mouth. I've had a few mm-hmm. people you know, reply if they're angry about something, but that keeps it interesting. I'd rather do it that way. So um, yeah, take the filter off and, and just put it out there. 
Exactly. Okay, awesome. So let me share the gift. And uh, we ran a couple minutes over, but this is a really great conversation, so I don't mind. Go to www.naturalborncoaches.com. That's www.naturalborncoaches.com, which also happens to be the name of Mark's podcast. And you will receive a free PDF called The Coach's Roadmap for success. I might have this one already, but I'm going to go in there and opt in using one of my cat's email addresses and grab another copy of it and just refresh myself. So again, www.naturalborncoaches.com. With that, Mark Mawinney, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Thanks, Adam. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast.